0: Thank you for downloading the Beacon Church podcast. We hope that you enjoy today's message and that you find that God speaks to you through it. Hello, my name's Ben. It's great to be here. Um, we're going to uh, read the Bible passage first and then I'm going um, to pray for us. So let's, we're going to look at John chapter 1 and uh, beginning at verse 6. I think he looked at the first five verses last week. I'm going to read it from the, uh, the NIV. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognise him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of a natural descent, nor a human decision, or a husband's will. But born of God. Lord Jesus, will you open our eyes to understand your word and apply it to our lives? We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so before we begin, we have a quick game of Guess the Christmas Carol. And they're, they're, so I'm not going to start the first line, so you have to think again. So are you ready? Okay, shout it out if you know it. Okay, true God of true God, light from light, eternal. Well done, well done, Phil. Okay, right. Very good. Okay. Yeah. Yet in the dark street shineth the... Very good, very good morning. Okay, okay. Son of God loves pure light, radiant beams from thy holy face With the dawn of redeeming grace. Jesus, well done, silent night, very good. Okay, last one, see if you get this one. Light and life to all he brings, risen with healing in his wings. Yeah, very good. I think everyone got that. Okay, well done. Brilliant. Very good. You know your carols. You know your carols. I love singing Christmas carols. I absolutely love Christmas. I love when we sing all these carols. I kind of start singing carols pretty much from this week now at St. Paul's. We'll be singing carols for the next two months or something. (laughs) We love singing Christmas carols. Uh, They're just great songs of worship, declaring truths about God. They tell the gospel. It's great. I love it when we go carol singing in the community because it's just, it's preaching the gospel using songs and people love it and they don't realize the gospel's being preached to them. It's brilliant. And Heart the Herald is one of those, it's one of my favorites. And I just want to read these words to you from it. It says, Light and life to all he brings, risen with healing in his wings, mild he lay his glory by, born that man no more may die born to raise the sons of earth, born to give them second birth. Jesus, our Emmanuel, was pleased to dwell with us. God himself became one of us, laying aside his glory so that he might bring light and life. Born so that we don't die, but we get eternal life. Born so that we can be born Again, a spiritual birth that leads to life in all its fullness. Life full of light. Jesus is the true light of the world that gives life to everyone. In verse nine of our reading, it says, "Jesus, the true light, his light to, was coming. Sorry, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world didn't recognize him, he came to that which was his own, but they did not receive him." I don't know if you know, sometimes when we look at the London sky, we go to see the scars and we, stars and we can't see them because of all the light pollution that's around. And sometimes it can be a bit like that. People didn't recognise Jesus, so many other stars, so many other distractions, and people don't recognise Jesus shining, wanting to call them to him. Jesus is the true light that gives light to everyone. Jesus said in John 14, verse 6, I am the way and the truth and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. Our world is full of different lights, but only Jesus is the true light who lights the way to God the Father. I want us just to pause for a moment. I just want everyone just to close their eyes and imagine that the darkness now that you see in front of you was normal. Just the, your whole life was just completely darkness. You couldn't see anything. You had no lights to light the way. Imagine you come home one evening and you had no electricity. You've got no candles, your phone on, your battery has run out. You can't even turn your phone on as light. You can't see anything. How would you cope? How would you feel? A life without light would be pretty difficult. Life without Jesus is just like that. When Jesus came to earth, he created the earth he created, many didn't recognise that he was the light. It's like their eyes were closed, they were blinded, they couldn't see. Tim Hughes wrote a song called Light of the World that says, Light of the World, you stepped down into darkness, opened my eyes, let me see. You can open your eyes now if you've still got them closed. um, As the light of the world, Jesus gives life, just as the sun gives life to the world. He also leads his followers through dark and difficult times in our lives, providing guidance and hope. Jesus opens our eyes so that we can see him and see life more clearly. When we're spiritually born again, we become children of God. Verse 12 says, Yet to all he received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. And that spiritual rebirth helps us to see who we are in Christ. Children of God, co-heirs with him. Loved by God. We can all call God our Father in heaven. So how do we become born again as a child of God? Well, verse 12 says we need to receive Jesus and believe in his name. Membership in God's family is by grace alone. It's a gift of God. There's nothing that we can do to make God love us more or anything that we can do to make him love us less. In order to receive Jesus, we need to say goodbye to our sin. And on the cross, Jesus wipes away that sin. If we ask for forgiveness, he forgives and the sins are gone. What Jesus calls us to, though, is more than just saying sorry. He calls us to a life of repentance, turning away from the sin in the opposite direction, turning towards Jesus. And that's not just a one-off thing that we do when we first become a Christian, that's a lifestyle that we choose to do daily. Changing our minds, turning in the opposite direction, turning away from sin, turning towards Christ. And once that sin is gone, we're ready to receive Jesus by his Spirit. Say sorry for our sin, thank you for the cross, and ask Jesus, please come and live in us by his Holy Spirit. And we pray that in Jesus' name, believing that Jesus is the true light. And I wonder if there's anyone here who's maybe never, ever done that. And if that is you, there will be an opportunity later on in the service. But before we carry on, I want to show you a, a video clip from our most recent messy church. Bill, please press play. Hands up if you knew that song already. A few people. It says that classic gospel song. Something we like to sing quite a lot in our church. Um, and, and the first verse is, you know, um, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. But I want us to use this song to help us actually remember the main points of my sermon. So I'm going to get you to a bit of singing it in a moment. And Bill, if you could put up the words, that would be great. The two things I want you to remember are to let Jesus the light shine on you. And secondly, to let Jesus the light shine through you. So I've slightly modified the song, but uh, I'd like you to join in with me. Okay. Jesus is the light. I'm going to let him shine on me. Jesus is the light. I'm going to let him shine through me. Jesus is the light. I'm going to let him shine. Let him shine. Let him shine. Let him shine. Well done. Very good. Okay. Now, even if we've been Christians for a number of years... There are still areas of our life where we might need to let Jesus shine his light. In Luke 11, verse 33, it says this, No one lights a lamp and puts it in a place where it can be hidden or under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand so that those who come in may see the light. Your eye is the lamp of your body. When your eyes are healthy, the whole body is full of light. But when they're unhealthy, your body is also full of darkness. See to it that then the light within you is not darkness. Therefore, if your whole body is full of light and no part of it is dark, it will be just as full of light as when a lamp shines a light on you. Sometimes what our eyes see impact the rest of our body. Watching horror movies might cause us to suffer from fear or anxiety or have nightmares. Watching pornography on the internet might cause us to lust and affect our relationships. I've made a decision not to watch movies that are 18 or TV programs that might have any kind of nudity on it because I just don't want those images filling my head. And we've got a really strong internet filter uh, on, our, on our home uh, Wi-Fi because I don't want anybody to accidentally stumble on sexual images and that to affect them. We have to be really careful as Christians what we let our eyes be exposed to. Light exposes darkness and the truth is always outed. But Jesus is full of grace and truth. The truth of Jesus convicts us of our sin so that we can deal with it, confess it and move on. And the grace of Jesus forgives us for that sin. And even though we may have been Christians for a long time, we still mess up. We all make mistakes. But the good news of Jesus is that God still forgives us when we turn to Him in forgiveness and repentance. Once we have confessed the sin, we can have freedom again. Psalm one thirty-nine, verse twenty-three, uh, can be a helpful verse to use sometimes. But thank you, Bill. It says this: "Search me, God, and know my heart." Try me and know my thoughts. See if there be any grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. If we pray that psalm and allow God to speak to us, God might shine some light on areas that we need to confess and then we can receive forgiveness and freedom. We're going to have an opportunity to do some confession uh, later if that's something you want to do. John 8, verse 12 says, When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. When we have the light of Jesus shining on us, he releases us from darkness. We do not need to fear. The Holy Spirit lives in us us lighting up our spirit guiding the way helping us to live life to the max so our first step is to let the light of jesus shine on us and the second step is to let the light of jesus shine through us shall we sing that song again let's do that can we have the words? thank you jesus is the light i'm gonna let him shine on me jesus is the light I'm going to let him shine through me, Jesus is the light. I'm going to let him shine, let him shine, let him shine, let him shine. So uh, you're probably wondering why I'm wearing this lovely yellow high-vis jacket. Yeah, You're thinking, why is Ben turned up to preach in this yellow thing? Any thoughts maybe why I might be wearing... Something lovely like this? <laughs> no. Uh, go on. Scared about the building? Possibly you want to make sure. No. I quite often wear this to go cycling. And the reason is, is because I want all the drivers on the road to know that I am there so they don't run me over. I want to be safe. So that's why I wear my vis. I want to be seen. I want to be safe. I want to be seen. High-vis jackets get seen in the dark uh, when a a light shines on them. And I want us to think today, are you a high-vis Christian? Are you a high-vis Christian that everyone can see? Everyone knows you're a Christian, it's so obvious. Or maybe you're an undercover Christian. No one knows. And that's the way you like it. Do you stand out in the darkness? Or are you someone who maybe feels like the light has gone out inside you and you need it to be relit? Now, John the Baptist was a high viz Christian. He is mentioned in verse 6. He bears the true light. He bears witness to the true light, Jesus. He was a reflector. Verse 6 says, he was a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He wasn't the light himself, but he came as a witness to the light. Now, John the Baptist appears at the beginning of every single gospel. His mum, Elizabeth, was the cousin of Mary, uh, who was the mother of Jesus. And John is a pretty wild dude. He lived on locusts and honey, had crazy hair, he wore like kind of camel hair. Um, You probably would avoid him if you saw him walking down the street. But he spent his life preparing people to meet with Jesus by uh, telling them to repent and be baptised. And he did this by the River Jordan. He came as a witness to testify about Jesus. Now in court, witnesses give an account of the truth as they have observed it. It's used as evidence for the jury to make decisions about people's future. And John had evidence about Jesus. He was the true light, the one that people needed to turn to. But he also had evidence of people's darkness and their need to repent of sin. And he didn't mince his words. He just told it how he was. Repent, repent, repent. The kingdom of heaven is near. Now today, we might, want to do, might not want to do our evangelism in the same way that John did it. We probably don't want to be standing on the street corners or by the River Thames shouting, repent, 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 be baptised. But it was really effective for John and people came in their droves. Prepared, John, John helped them to prepare to meet with Jesus. But we are called to be like John in the sense that we're called to reflect the light of Jesus in our lives so that others might see him. It says this in um, Matthew 5, verse 16. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Maybe we just need to wear some really good Christmas jumpers so that everyone knows that we are Christians it's great to hear uh, earlier about um, you know, what God is doing through the food bank and through CAP. And as, as a church and with other churches, you've been shining so brightly in Brixton. And you've seen people come to church and come to faith because of that, because of your good deeds that you've been doing. And that is brilliant and that's amazing. And I want to say to you, Beacon, keep shining brightly. Keep shining brightly in the way you're doing. But a lot of us may be are not at food bank all the time, or doing CAP, or toddlers, or whatever it might be. More often than not, we're at work, or at school, or out and about with friends and family. And it's those moments when our, our kindness to others can speak volumes about God's love. Most people come to faith in Jesus, not because of some programme or ministry, but because of a relationship. Simple Friends, family—it's because they know Christians, and through their lives, that's the biggest witness. That's the biggest testimony. As we share our lives with people, Jesus, the light of the world, shines through us. And light reflects. When we come into contact with—sorry, uh, when sorry, when, uh, when we come into contact with Jesus, the light, we then shine. Spending time daily with Jesus results in us becoming more like Him. And shining more brightly, some Christians just ooze the joy of Jesus, their faces beam. For others, maybe their joy seems very deep down. And maybe, if you're in that place, maybe it's, it might have something to do with your relationship with Jesus, because if we have spending time with Jesus, then that, that joy should, uh, should, should ooze out of us, should shine brightly through us maybe ask someone to have some help for helping you grow in your relationship with Jesus. So we shine through our deeds, but our words really matter too. We need to testify just like John did. And testify means kind of telling our story and telling his story. Telling our story, telling what God has done in our lives. That might be you know, quite often we say, well, I'm going to share my testimony, and we start going, well, when I was 10, this happened, and da-da-da-da. And that's good, and it's good to share You know, that moment you became a Christian, but actually what people really want to know is, what's God doing in your life right now? What difference is Jesus making right now? So it's good to share stories of what God has done right now, answers to prayer, the way he's helped you. It's also good to tell his story. And if I said to you, John 3.16, what would you say back to me? Very good, very good, excellent. So some of you know it off by heart already, which is brilliant. It's great to know verses like that uh, and to be able to use them to share. It's also good to know uh, parables and stories that Jesus told. I'll give you an example. One day I was chatting with my sister over the phone. Uh, She'd done an Alpha course, but she still wasn't a believer. So I started to tell her the story about uh, the prodigal son in Luke chapter 15, how that he squandered his life on prostitutes and wild living, but then he came back repentant to his dad. And even before he got to his dad, his dad ran to him and hugged him and gave him the best robe and a ring and for a massive party. And I said, that is what God's love is like for us when we turn back to him. She gave her life to Jesus, and I had the pleasure of baptising her a couple of years ago. Do you know any parables, off by heart, you don't have to know it word by word, but you've got the general gist that you could share with other people? If you do, brilliant. If you don't, your homework this week is to memorise a parable, okay? I want you to read a parable, learn it, so you can be able to share it with someone else. we have, uh, oh there we go, it's up there already. Let's sing this together. okay. Jesus is the light, I'm going to let him shine on me. Jesus is the light, I'm going to let him shine through me. Jesus is the light, I'm going to let him shine. Let him shine, let him shine, let him shine. We're going to come to pray now and we're going to have a couple of different prayers. The first one is a prayer of confession. And so we're going to use that um, verse. If we can have it on the screen again, Bill, please. And just really would like us to say this together and then just have some quiet and just see if the Holy Spirit wants to reveal anything in your life that you just need to confess just between you and God. I'm not going to get you to come and share. It's just for you to do business with God and see if there's any sin that you just need to confess now. And then I'll just lead us in a, in a prayer, to follow like that. So let's just... Uh, let's pray us together, and, and then we'll have some quiet. Search me, God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. See if there be any grievous way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. And so in the quiet, just uh, confess anything that God has brought to mind and ask for God's forgiveness. Lord God, we praise you for sending light into this world. And we confess that we live sometimes as though the light had never defeated the darkness. We confess that we ignore the Saviour you, you sent to be among us, to live in us. We've kept the birth of your son confined to the Christmas season and do not yearn for his coming each moment in waiting in hearts. So Lord, forgive us for not opening our eyes to Jesus. Prepare us for his return. Help us to rejoice in the light, so that your grace can illuminate the darkened places of our hearts. Amen. I want to show you a picture. Does anyone know where this picture is from? Yeah. It is. It's Jesus, the Light of the World, by Holman Hunt. Um, There are some other copies in other places as well, but, yeah, this one is actually from the St Paul's Cathedral. This is taken from that verse, uh, Revelation 3.20. Here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. Originally, this was about um, the church of Laodicea, which was basically a lukewarm church, neither hot nor cold. They weren't really open to Jesus. But it also applies to us today. The door is covered with weeds and ivy. It's never been opened. It represents us. Jesus stands at the door and he knocks. He promises that he will, do, if he, he promises that he will come in if we open the door to him. <clears throat> Someone said to Holman Hunt once that he's made a mistake. There's no door handle. And he said, no, it's not a mistake. The door handle's on the inside. In other words... If we want to open Jesus into our lives, we have to open the door. He doesn't force his way in. He has to be invited. But if he is invited, he promises that he will come in and a new relationship will begin. So if you want to invite Jesus into your life today, you can do that right now. Let's just uh, close our eyes again as we pray. Jesus says, Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. If you want to open the door to Jesus, then simply just invite him into your heart using your own words. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And I just want to say one final prayer for everybody, uh, just for the Holy Spirit to fill us afresh. So if you want to amend that prayer, just have your hands open to receive. Holy Spirit, fill us afresh. Fill us to overflowing, so that your light shines in us and on us and through us. In this world of pain and darkness, light of the world, shine through us. To all the people who don't know you, light of the world, shine through us. Amen. We're going to stand and sing that song, Light of the World. And during this time, if anyone would like any further prayer, do make your way forward. Pete and I and others will be really happy to pray with you. So let's please stand.